What is up, guys? Today we have a very special guest on the podcast. We got my good buddy Dave. Hello, everyone. Yeah, so for those that don't know, I grew up with Dave literally since uh, third grade, I want to say. No, third grade for sure. Yeah, um, he, This is the Malaga Drive uh, Hoops podcast, and Dave is actually, he's a proud uh, liver of, of Malaga Drive. I, I don't know how else to say it. Um, yeah. yeah, that's where it all started. You. We've been mm-hmm. there forever, and I'm pretty happy that... The podcast name, I love it. Yeah, yeah. What you think, dude? It's really our life, so I gotta say, I appreciate it. Yeah, no, that's definitely where it all started. Um, And and, I mean, if you really think about it, Dave, Lauren, and Kevin don't really know anything, so it's basically me and you, anyways. That I I think Kevin. Let's not talk too much crap. Okay, you're right. Lauren have the equal knowledge of middleman basketball. That's right. if we were to get them on together as a combined group, I feel like they could do it. Yeah, no, if it would need to be both. We and that's definitely gonna happen one day. We're with all four of us when we're, we're back. Um, because no, that'd be awesome. But I'd say one scale one to ten, Kevin, I'm putting the knowledge at I mean, before he went to college, he was decent. But then, you know, once he started going to college. I'm gonna say the opposite though. I feel like Kevin really? watches basketball more now. Okay, maybe not watch more, but he definitely cares more about basketball. I think your I think your mind is blurring. I think I think <laughs> really? he was. We like to give him. I guess you're right. I guess you're right. More now freshman he cares year. About the Warriors, That's like, yeah. No, he's not a Warriors idea. fan. I will never consider him a Warriors fan. <laughs> he never was. And then when they started winning titles, he's like, he would like text in the group chat. <laughs> oh darn it! When they're losing, you're like, oh, I'm so mad. But like. I mean, the thing is, he's more of a warrior. I talked to a guy today that was trying to persuade me, like, he didn't even know Draymond Green's name. So, What do you mean like, he didn't even know Draymond's name? He didn't know his first name. He just knew his last name. Like, what that Green's guy's first name? Okay, well, obviously, you can't so, take like, people like that seriously. I can do my best. But <laughs> I, I I'm giving Kevin the benefit of the doubt there. Yeah. No, I, I, I guess you're right. So he has... He has definitely – I just feel like recently he hasn't been watching. But I'd say on a scale of 1 to 10, Kevin is like a 6 or a 7. And Lauren's definitely like a 3 or a 4. So combined, they're a 10. Yeah. No, we definitely got to do that. Uh, but today we are – we're going to give the East some love. We're going to talk some Sixers for the most part. Um, probably will branch out into little Bucks Raptors too because I think those are uh, are definitely the three teams that are are the most interesting in the East and that are going to be vying for the for the conference title next year. Um, so let's just kind of recap the Sixers season. If you're a Sixers fan, David, and you're not, but looking at it unbiasedly after this year, do you look at this year, this past year, as a success? getting to the Eastern Conference Finals, going seven games, losing to the eventual champion? Or do you look at it like, no, we we should I mean, Yeah. Where are you at on that? So, like, okay, I'm clearly not the – I mean, I'm a Warriors fan through and through. Yeah. But if I'm going to pick a team in the East that I root for, and I think in the past, like, two years probably, I've been consistently rooting for the Sixers. So I don't know. Obviously, I'm not the huge fan. But right. if I was looking at it from their standpoint, it's 100% a success. And I think a lot of people were thinking, like, yeah. oh, you 
could have won that that series, and like they should have won that series. I no, think 100 time against the Raptors. Yeah. But if that game goes to overtime, they had the momentum and everything. Mm-hmm. I don't think anyone's going to tell me that they would think the Sixers wouldn't have won that series if it yeah. went to overtime. I think it would, if it went to overtime, I think. I mean, anything can happen, but I, I definitely think the Sixers looked like they were going to pull that off. Um, yeah. So, But you think it's a success based off of just where they've been in the past, getting the Eastern I Conference. I think from. they showed all of that promise that they've been talking about for a couple of years now. And then next year, if now next year, if they don't make it past that stage, right. then maybe then you consider like, oh, it's not as much of a success. But right now, for where their development is, I'd say right. that season as a total was a success. I I I think I I think I agree. I do agree because it's hard to for a team that I mean we're talking five years ago when we we're in high school early college they were like the laughing stock of the league like I mean, it, yeah, it so didn't get much worse right yeah, it was so bad you had like Michael Carter Williams as your best player like it was bad but I think just being that close and seeing what went down with the Raptors it's just gotta hurt but I think overall you can't come away from the season feeling upset if you're a fan um and and for me i know you're talking a lot of potential and and you know next steps from here but i feel like they're not the 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 traditional team and like the bucks like for the most part you know what they're coming back with next year the raptors you you i mean maybe we don't know if Kawhi's is coming back but i feel like there's a good chance he's coming back i i haven't heard much in terms of like I don't know if JJ, Tobias, and Jimmy are coming back. Like, wh- have you seen things on that? Like, what do you think? Are because it yeah, no. from what we've talked, like we've talked about, like like a little bit of prep for the episode, nothing pr- crazy. But it sounds like you feel they're all coming back and they're gonna go at it again. Where where do you get that confidence, or do you still feel that? So like for me, I'm 100 percent on the same page. Like Bucks and Raptors, I find it a hard time that the team's gonna team's gonna change that much. Besides, maybe out of Mirtich on the Bucks, but yeah, what's that going to do? I don't even think he produced that much on the Bucks to like. I don't think he produced up to his potential, but that's besides the point. Right. The Sixers. I don't know if they're going to come back the same, but if I'm Elton Brand, you know, you're Maxine, you're you're paying everyone to come back the same way. Like mm-hmm. I think if. I think I, you know, you're Max and Jimmy, you're Max and Tobias. You're giving JJ Redick like damn near as much money as you can. Like, uh, you well, know, then, that's confusing. See, and this is where I wish I knew more about the NBA cap situation. Obviously, you have been on the last year of his rookie deal, so that helps. But Embiid's on a max right now. Can they give out a max? I guess they, so I they guess can, you can bring so back can anyone. Jimmy, they can max Jimmy and Tobias. They can give JJ like around the same contract he got last year. So good money, I think. And then mm-hmm. they have a couple other besides that though, once they do those three guys right there, let's say they max Jimmy, Tobias, and they give, give JJ, JJ the money. Contract. Yeah, yeah. Then after that I've looked into it and they have a mid level exception up to like borderline ten million dollars to give to like a decent player. Yeah. And then they have their rookies, and then, like, whatever else. I think it's, like, they have another exception for – I think it's, like, a trade exception or something like that. Yeah. Because uh, right now, obviously, 
without, you know, right now on the roster, it's Simmons, Embiid, Bolden, and Zaire Smith. No, they lost probably the most guys besides, like, the Lakers. Besides yeah. the Lakers, they have, like, the most depleted squad out there. So no, for sure. UFA, like, UFA, our free agency is changing the most for the Sixers, definitely. No. A hundred percent. And I, I think for me, I a hundred percent agree. I think you have to match Jimmy. I, I do, remember, do you remember a couple months ago, there was the whole I, Tobias or Jimmy, Tobias or Jimmy. I mean, Jimmy, I think, especially when it comes to the playoff time, like that's just a guy you want on your squad. He's a gamer. Sure. We've heard stories about how he can be hard to deal with. Sure. He's not an elite scorer or shooter, but He's just one of those guys you want on your team. He's going to play defense. He's there to make the big shot. And he's, again, he, we, I don't think he's an elite offensive scorer, but he's not a bad offensive scorer in, in any means. Um, but I, back so my original point, I just would find it tough to, to max Tobias. And I think you're right. I think you still have to do it, especially after what you gave up to get him. And there's really no other way you can kind of go about it, but it's just tough to max a guy like Tobias. Like, I mean, okay, so I, I, I don't in the regular season. I looking at their stats, they are very, very, no, very similar. Very similar. I know. I, I agree. Don't think that Tobias, you know, Tobias, he when he came to the uh, Sixers, his three point percentage dropped immensely compared to when he was on the Clippers. Right. I don't know why, but it dropped. Like a whole, like he was at point. I'm looking at it right now. Point four from the Clippers. Forty. Shooting forty. Forty three percent. Forty three percent for the Clippers, and then shot thirty two on the on the. Was it that bad? I didn't feel like it was that bad. That bad. And I mean, and the only the scoring differential dropped by two points. That's to be expected, but. Uh, So, but like as I'm saying, they on the Sixers. Besides, like the three point percentage and. I, they were identical, and Tobias is three years younger. So, if you're going to max Tobias for four or five years, and you're going to max Jimmy for four or five years, you're going to get Tobias much longer in his prime, assuming you keep him. No, and that's definitely one way to look at it. I just, I don't see to. I just feel like I, and we talked about this again with Tyler the other day. I feel like your money could just be better spent i i don't see tobias he's a good regular season player he he grew a lot this year and who knows i could be wrong he's still fairly young i want to say like what 26 27 um, yeah. yeah i just don't see his game i don't see the mental makeup for him to be on a championship team getting the max like if you're maxing him i i don't see it for him he he doesn't show his game is not the type of game I feel like that's tailored for championship big time basketball. And I'm trying to, I, I kind of understand that, but then I'm trying to look at the FAs that they can realistically get. And, you know, the two big names that they're linked to are like Danny Green and Miritich. So I don't know if. And those aren't, they, I mean, what if they get them? Because most likely, I feel like Danny Green should probably go back to the Raptors. Yeah, um, I don't really see I, a reason why he would. Miritich could probably be a wild card, considering like I don't know if he had the best tenure at the Bucks. But if you're in the Sixers' perspective, if you're not going to sign Tobias, there, what you're not going to yeah for another, no, and that's where I would. I I agree. I agree. It's it's tough because you're not going to find anyone else. But that's where I I feel like we have we. What's the last big sign and trade that's happened through free agency? 
Oh gosh, that, I don't know. I honestly don't know. <laughs> does that a, is that a thing still? Well, I mean, I know. I I mean, there was a tweet by Wash today saying that Jimmy, the potential sign and trade with the the Rockets. Um, with the, yeah, yeah what, what do the Rockets have to give? No, it's it, like I saw the proposal with like maybe like Eric Gordon and Capella, and oh, the Sixers would... don't really need Capella, so they'd probably. Off else. Turn that into a three-way. I don't really care. I mean, Eric Gordon. Actually, Eric Gordon. I mean, no, Eric Gordon's like a great role player. For he the, is. Like he, Eric Gordon can score, and See, I love. Okay, so that's a good know. example. I would rather have Eric Gordon getting Tobias. like what twelve to fifteen mil a year than a max Tobias Harris, a hundred percent. Like if I'm actually, just building. In like right now, you saying that sounds like a great, great idea, but. Like that's sacrificing Jimmy Butler, and, and you sound like you're on the Jimmy Butler maxi. You're gonna max Jimmy. I feel like you have to, and I'm always gonna be a Jimmy Butler believer, just because I think he has things. I think he has things in his game that, and obviously I don't see him behind closed doors, but I think like he has things in his game that translate to winning championships that you can't necessarily see on the stat sheet or necessarily even see on the eye. But I think he just he's a gamer. And uh, some people have, some people don't, and I think yeah, yeah, you're you're right. You proved me wrong. We we did <laughs> on the Jimmy Tobias thing during the season, and Jimmy came up clutch, and and yeah. we even saw it in the playoffs when like they decided like let's just give Jimmy Butler Jimmy the, the ball. Like, I know opportunities. Yeah, and they just gave it to him and let him. They said let's sit Ben Simmons and see what Jimmy could do. Yeah, and and, and we got to unpack Ben in a little bit too. I don't <laughs> think we're there yet, but that's I could that's. That's a great conversation because he's a very, very interesting player. Extremely interesting player. But I want to get back. So so we'll go back to Elton Brand. If you're Elton Brand, because I'm starting to kind of put together what I would try to do. Obviously, I don't, I'm not an NBA GM. I don't know how feasible these things are. But your plan is bring back Tobias, bring back Jimmy, bring back J.J., Sign the best players we can, and let's go give this thing a shot. Sign the best players you can with the middle level exception, and the other, and then that, give the thing a shot because you, this is the team that's built for the playoffs. Regular season, they might finish like fourth place or something, fourth or fifth place. I think they but can, in the playoffs they can when they have to go. Okay, maybe. Yeah. I, I, okay. That's being cautious, but if they go to the playoffs and they're the team, you know, you talk about it with the Raptors, they can go seven, eight guys deep. And, like, kill it out there. And I think the Sixers team, if they put their starting five, is is insane. And then yeah. you just have two or three great role players. And that's it. That's all they have to play. No, I agree. I think they have a legitimate shot to win the East next year. A very legitimate shot. I wonder what the odds are. I, I mean, it's so tough to have odds right now before free agency. But if if all three teams come back essentially the same, uh I would feel pretty good as a Sixers fan. They were right there. I don't know. Okay, so I just know that if all three teams came back relatively the same, this is going to be, I don't know. I consider them the three best teams in the NBA. Like, Raptors, Bucks, Sixers, in no particular order, I would say are the best three teams in the NBA if they came back the same. You, You wouldn't put the Rockets up there? I mean, I'm saying... No, I honestly think those three teams are better. And this year, the Bucks and Raptors both finished the higher, highest records. And no, no. I don't 
I, I agree. Know a scenario where all three of them like couldn't be the best three teams in the NBA, and then it might be a drop off after that. But okay, so uh, my que- so is that based off of what you think? Like this year, if you if you theoretically, obviously this didn't happen, but if the Rockets met the Raptors in the finals this year, what do you think the result would have been? Um, I want to say I still want to say healthy Raptors beat them. I like really seven. Think- or like five, dude. I don't know if the Rockets had it this year. I'll be honest. I did not see the same like the same team that I saw the year before. I I thought uh, they were better. Like they were better in some ways, worse in other ways. I agree. It it was a weird like vibe towards the end of the year where I felt like they just didn't they like didn't want it as much. Whereas last year, like. You, I, I really thought we were going to lose that multiple yeah, times. I'm the same way. I went into the series last year thinking, like, we're, this done. Is, we're losing. And this is this not year, good. I was yeah. like, this year, I was like, we got this. It's just we, we can get through the Rockets again. Maybe that's just because I knew we beat them last year and we could do it again. So uh, was this at, when Katie – okay, so when Katie goes down with the Achilles, you see he's done for the game. Game five, it's already kind of clo- – it was – I don't know the exact score. I think we were leading by a little bit. You felt like we were still good to win that series. I mean, no, we talked about that. We knew Game Five was like the I, at the time. I was like, guys. This oh, is okay. So yeah. after we won Game Five, then you felt confident. Yes. Okay. Fine. <laughs> okay. I think I think that's fair. But also, then yeah, after Game, and you kind of see that the Rockets weren't the same team. So after Game Five, I, I think you just know that the Rockets weren't the same team. Why after that one quarter? Not quarter. I'm just saying, like the second that I don't know, I didn't see the same team that we saw last year that took us to seven and put us on the absolute brink of you know. Yeah, I, I think you're right. I think for whatever reason, the, the year before they were just a little bit more locked in. I think this year they had honestly probably better depth. They were probably a better team as a whole if you're just looking at it. But I agree. I agree. I I still I don't know what's going on with James and Chris. I I don't know if they're. I mean, the media likes to blow things up, but there also definitely is times where the media is like onto something, and there's truly issues going on. I don't know what it really is, but I feel like if the Rockets come back and they're all on the same page and there's no bullshit, like I I don't know. I. I, I don't think you're necessarily wrong in thinking that those are the three best teams. I just I, I might consider the Rockets up there, but that's that, not an easy answer. But that's yeah, that's that's what I'd say as of right now. Okay, yeah. well now I'm going to make you rank them as a three. Then I'm going to say they all come back relatively the same and going into next year. And we're talking not finishing in the in the regular season. We're talking. Chances to win the Eastern Conference. Win the Eastern Conference. So, I mean, I think it. You know, we were going to talk about this so eventually. So we might as well bring it up now. I think it yeah. comes down to Ben Simmons. Like I really do. Yeah. If the Sixers came back the same, it all comes down to Ben Simmons, and I hundred percent believe that. And we both we love Ben Simmons. I love him. I really we do. Both love him. Um, but I think the Sixers' championship chances. I don't know. I feel like they kind of heavily lay down on him because if he's going to have to take a stay, the same step back to Jimmy next year in those like crunch situations of being, I don't know if that's going to work. I, right. I feel like I feel like Ben should be the guy 
bringing up the ball, and you're going to trust him to bring up that ball and, I don't know, either get it to someone who could score yeah. or not be a liability on offense. And, yeah, I was going to say, because when you say trust him and not him, you're talking – because I don't think Ben is ever going to be an elite offensive player I, in terms of scoring. That's just, just – You need to trust him that's just not on the fast break. You need to trust him in the half-court offense is what you're saying. Yes, half-court offense. He needs to be able to do something besides, like, the the, <laughs> the pass that you're supposed to make, you know? Yeah. Be- because there are pl- – I mean, obviously it gets tougher in the def- in the playoffs. The this floor shrinks. It slows down, and, and he's not going to be able to get to the basket as easy. That's uh, what happened to Jonas. So you have to, like – No, yeah. And I think – do the same part to their game. No, Obviously, a little bit more. Exactly, and this is where it it comes down to this for me. Like people say, oh, like he's got to develop a jump shot. Giannis has to develop a jump shot, and you see them in practice make open ones. But it's like, I think the thing that for me, it's like if if they were gonna develop it, I feel like wouldn't it have happened by now? Like it's not like they're not getting hundreds of jumpers up a day. It's not like Giannis doesn't get hundreds of jumpers up. It's not like Ben doesn't like, is it at a point where it's like, they're never going to be able to do like, you know what I mean? I mean, Jonas has showed improvement. Um, but, and then Ben Simmons really hasn't, but he's also 22 years old. Yeah. You gotta give him the chance. You gotta say like, a lot of guys say like, I think, what is it? Conley, Kyle Lowry, a bunch of point guards didn't no. come in for the fruition until. Like, no, I think Conley's the best time. example of that. But but yeah, Conley but had a better base of of his shot. Yeah, sure. But I don't think it's out of the realm of like if they if Ben Simmons just you know I am saying this, but I don't know what he's doing. I really don't because we we I feel like we keep saying this, and he still comes into the next season not shooting a jumper at all. But that, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't think he's not working on it. I think he's getting hundreds of shots up a day. I just, that's what, what I'm saying. Like, I, I don't know when I, I Conley developed, like, I don't know when guys like Conley or Kawhi, like, was it year three? Was it year two where you started to feel like, okay, we got to jump, like, we got something to work with now. Or was it like year five, year six? Because Simmons is like, I know, I know he's not in workouts just you know, driving to the hole. Like he's got to be in the gym shooting. It just hasn't trans. It's the game in the NBA is so fast. You have to be able to do things without thinking at all. It's got to be like muscle memory, or you're never going to be able to do it. But I, I think, I don't know. I don't know. At the same time, he is 22. Doesn't take that step, then. I mean, I don't know if the Sixers are the Sixers are the third best team again. You know what I mean? If okay. You take that step, they're the third best. Because I don't think he's taking that. What What is the so the step? The step I is being like, able to be a a main confident to shoot the ball. At least okay. confident where he could go to the half court and be like, "Oh, I have a wide open mid range jumper right now. I at least can take that shot." Yeah, or they kick it out to him. He's wide open. Like, take yeah. it. He doesn't have to dribble come off a screen and launch a shot but no. i don't i think he's just not even close to that level yet i think he's got to take baby steps every year and my thing is like oh they give the the power forward center on like i don't know on the block just a good shot like that's ben simmons he has to take that 
Um, yeah. If he doesn't take it, then I'm going to be, then we're just going to be keep concerned for his offense. So yeah. if it's not Ben Simmons, Sixers are finishing like third again. I guarantee it. But dude, they just, but they just were uh, literally a, an overtime away from not finishing third with Ben Simmons being where he is. What makes you so confident now? Because the other teams are getting the better. Teams like the Bucks are going to show that progression again. Like yeah. the Bucks are going to keep growing as a team. They're still very young, so it's a in my mind, you know, at least the Bucks are going to be ahead of them. And you know, when they come to the seven game series in the playoffs, it could be kind of like a crapshoot. Um, and yeah. the Raptors, assuming they get back to Kawhi, I mean, you just can't doubt them. They just have to be the favorites in the East. You know what I mean? Yeah, I feel like I don't have any evidence to back this up, but I feel like teams that come off a championship, isn't there some sort of like hangover effect or something? I mean, I can't tell you, but the Warriors, <laughs> the Warriors lost one after winning one, and they lost one after winning twice. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's a thing, but I don't know. I just feel like there's some level of just complacency that comes with it. But I don't know. I think if I had to go right now, uh, if Jimmy comes back and Tobias come back, I think it's Bucks, Sixers, then Raptors. That's kind of disrespectful, honestly. But I would really a little bit disrespectful, but because they just came. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to deny. Like the Raptors deserve it. They they played great basketball. They had some moments where it was like, oh, I don't know about them. But at, when it came down to it, they won the NBA championship and they, they beat the teams they should have beat. Um, but I I, like, I love this Sixers team and I think – I, I want to ask though, the yeah. Sixers, a lot of it, considering like we talked about it, how many free agents are going to be able to get, like the middle of exception and then maybe one other guy besides the other three main guys they want to like the the rookies, which are I I don't know, like they have potentially three. Uh oh, David. Uh oh, we, we might be having some technical difficulties. Two, have to rely on first you're cutting in and out, bro. Um, All right, you're back. You're back there. We're back. We're back. Um, so what are you saying? So I'm just saying, like I think it also like with the pre agents that they have to get, it also kind of comes down to how their rookies perform because they have potentially three guys, most likely two, that they'll have to rely on for some decent playing time during the season and maybe even the playoffs. Yes. Uh, um, and, and that's going to be huge. And you saw this year, the Landry Shamet was huge from while he was there. He was he was great. I mean, yeah, Landry Shamet clearly, I think, Great pickup for the uh, Clippers. Oh, he's there, There's not a better rookie that you could have. No, he fits in just perfectly. When trading for Tobias, because he comes up. I mean, I think the Sixers are just grooming him to be like JJ Redick, and no, oh, yeah. It, it worked out very well for the Clippers, and yeah. I think a lot of Sixers fans were like, I mean, they they there was ups and downs about that trade, but they they knew that Shamet was going to be potentially a great player, like with his yeah. shooting. I don't. I don't know what. It, I don't know. It's interesting. I don't know what his peak is. I don't think. I don't think he'll ever be a superstar. But I can see in like four or five years him being on the same level as like someone like Otto Porter, or like. Dude, Otto Porter is pretty good, though. I, no, I, that's I, what I'm saying. That's literally what I'm saying. Of, I don't know if he's Otto Porter. 
I don't know, Dave. We might be looking back at this in three years and being like, he might even be better, dude. He's he's so smart. He plays the right way. He's absolutely knocked down. He's not a bad defender, and he's still young. Like He's a great piece for that Clippers, and he's yeah, going to be so just, cheap. You saw him coming off screens, like off the uh, – not off the dribble, but like off uh, – No, he flies off screens, doesn't have to be on balance yeah. at all, and launches, knock, good. Wet. Um, I, I 100% believe that was JJ Reddick. Like, he must have Yeah, he has. He has. He just drilled in his mind. Like, this is what I do. You do the same thing. Yeah. It's going to work out. I'm, I'm sure he had to learn from him, too. Uh, but I also want to touch. James Red Ennis was huge for them last year. In the I playoffs. Thought, oh, it was. Jonathan, I'm thinking of Jonathan Simmons. Jonathan Simmons was no. the one that dropped off out of the lineup. And yeah, Jonathan Simmons yeah. didn't do shit. Mike Scott yeah, and James, James Ennis. Ennis. But James Ennis is a very replaceable guy. As much as energy and defense that he brings, let's be honest. He's yeah, a knockdown in the corner. I mean, sure, he's replaceable, but I think they'd like, probably try to bring him back. I, that's he, just, like, I don't know if they can bring him back. I, don't, I think He's they, not going to be expensive, right? Uh, from what I've read, they, he might be out of their price range, Like to be honest. I know he declined his option there. Yeah, there might be more into them bringing back Mike Scott than James Ennis. So you think and you think Ennis on the open market just commands more I than Mike he Scott? demands more than the six. Mike Scott was a baller, dude. I feel like he made every corner three he took. Every corner three. I, I don't. I want to confirm this, but I'm pretty sure Mike Scott's much older. He, he, I don't know what's much. Five years. Mike Scott's young thirties. I'm. I'm. I think Ennis is late twenties. I mean, yeah. Okay. Mike Scott's thirty. I, it's only two years. It's only two years. Uh, so I'm you're off, quick with. But, you're quick with the. How'd you already look? Yeah, it is two years. Um, but yeah, Mike Scott. I, I, I read today on like some 76ers um, profile that it's more likely they end up bringing Mike Scott because James Ennis might be too, out of their price range. And there's this whole thing with the, the whole Boban and Tobias love. Um, you know, everyone loves that uh, friendship. So Is Boban no, coming back? What, is, what does Boban demand on the market? Does he get... He doesn't get double digits, but does it he? It has to be like the vet men. It has to be the vet. Middle. You don't think someone will shell out four or five million a year? That's what I'm saying. Four or five million. Like, like is that the vet minimum? I thought the vet I minimum was less. It depends on the age, I think, but I think it's like around two mil or something. But yeah, okay. Um, I don't know. It can't be much. He he's unplayable in the playoffs off the pick and roll. Um, yeah, it's tough. He can't really move. Like, people love him, but he can't move. Yeah. He's not meant to be in the playoffs, so he can probably give you some minutes in in the regular season to help you out. But yeah. When, that's not going to be it. When do, when do players have to either decline or or accept their player options? I thought Hardy already had to be done by now, I'll be honest. Because I know free agency starts on, like, the first. Right. Game, so. so does is Jonas, I mean, this has nothing to do with the Sixers. He's never going to be in play. But a guy that doesn't get talked about is Jonas Valanciunas. And Valanciunas, yeah, okay. Is, on the, on the uh, Grizzlies, yeah. Yeah, is he – did he decline or, or opt in? Um, I don't know. I thought he had already been gone, but – I'm looking at it Let me check. Me too. 
Um, uh, yeah, Valentinus is a UFA, so he's done. He's he declined it. I wonder yeah. where he's going. And I heard so you. Well, that's we talked a little I, bit. Go ahead, go ahead. I think I mean the Sixers need a backup center. I think Jonas might be too good. Out of oh yeah, no, Jonas is not coming to the Sixers. I just I, he popped in my head. I'm I really do wonder. He I love Jonas. I think he's really good. I don't think he gets the love he deserves. He's. Well, I think- what did he average on the Grizzlies? It was high. I remember. No, it was, like it was good. I was playing DK was towards the end of the year. He was he was a monster. <laughs> he really was. Um, I, I believe in Jonas. I do too, and that's why I'm I'm confused why a guy like Tobias. I mean, not confused. Tobias had a Tobias balled out. I'm not a Tobias hater. I'm you are a Tobias hater. I'm not I, a Tobias hater. You, I guess a lot of people don't think they should max Tobias because they're scared like of what might happen, but. You gotta play the game. You gotta go for the title. I get it. You said it. You said it yesterday. Like at the end of the day, what matters is the title. And if the Sixers want to win a title, they got a max bowl. Okay, you never asked me if I'm Elton Brand. I don't know if I'm Elton Brand. I max Jimmy, and then I look into a sign and trade option with Tobias. I don't know who would want Tobias. I could see him going to a team like. See, I don't know. I, I, I wish we had access. I think the Nets are in play for Tobias. Uh, but I feel like, aren't they putting all their eggs into the KD and Kyrie baskets? But if they don't get KD, I think Tobias is a good second option. No, and, I could uh, totally see him there in New York. I'm pretty sure he's from there. Um, I don't know where. I could just be completely making that up in my head. But I feel like he's from there. Um, but I wonder, if I, if I said, all right, who's interested in Tobias? I wonder if... How many teams would be suitors? Who's interested in Max Tobias? Would there be four or five teams? Uh, yeah, see, I don't want to say anything because I don't know what the yeah. Mavericks have. Um, but I feel like the Mavericks could be a potential yeah. team that can go after Tobias. Yeah. Um, you think – I wonder what's up with the Timberwolves. Yeah, the Timberwolves, I, I've – They've got money. Yeah, Timberwolves would be a good team for Tobias too. I don't think I don't know if he'd want to even go there because he just would have to give up the whole season. He'd know it. Um, uh, yeah, I, I, I believe in I believe in Big Cat. I I mean, what about the Grizzlies? They've got cap space. Also, he's giving up a season. Like if he comes back to the Sixers with a max contract, he knows that like, oh, we're gonna go for the title. Yeah, but he's twenty six. Like I, I, he's not like I don't know. And Tobias just doesn't strike me as a dude. Who just really wants like? I mean, I'm just, I'm sure they all he want titles. Run. He's from New York. I knew it, dude. I knew it. Um, but if I'm Elton Brand, yeah, that's what I'm doing. All right, I'm. I just feel like I can build out a more well-rounded roster using that max money that I would have given Tobias. Obviously, I mean, you. It's so easy to say that, and it really comes down to what options are out there. If the options aren't there, then sure, max Tobias. I just don't. If you're shooting, what did you say Tobias shot from three last year on the Sixers? Uh, when he came to the Sixers, it was it was thirty two percent. Yeah, that's just not going to do it for me. He, he shot forty three on the Clippers for fifty five games for the majority of the games. Yes, but the, I mean he was a bigger part of the offense. Had the ball in his hands more. We all know if you have the ball more, if you're the guy, your mindset's different. I don't think he has that mindset where he's if he's open, like he's not going to shoot forty percent. And if he and if he does, it'll be in the regular he season. He did it for more than half the season, and in the past, non-pressure like, situations. I mean, 
okay, fine, but like on Detroit and also he was shooting forty percent, dude. Like, he shot forty. It, maybe how many years was he in Detroit? Two. He was in it. Okay, so I'm just saying from he's played the last three seasons. He played like all eighty-two games, every single game of the season, which is also a big factor. I like. He's, the, yeah. he's, he's, he's very durable. Guy. He's very durable. Yeah. He takes yeah, care of his body. Good, good for but him. Like, he shot like this past season total like cumulative forty percent. The season before that forty percent. And wait, wait, wait. How did he shoot yeah. 32% with the Sixers and then have that even out? He played, what, 20-plus, 28? 27 games on the Sixers. But he shot 43%, dude, from for 55 games. That's oh. what I'm saying. Like, over the whole season, he was at 40%. And I feel like... What did he shoot in the playoffs? Um, I don't know. But it's, I feel like I'll it's hard to say that he can't do it again to shoot that the same way. It might be a little harsh. I just, I, you know, and even if he did, in the playoffs, I don't feel like I can rely on him. I, uh, I, I just think that's wrong, then, dude. He's a twenty-five-five guy. Twenty-five-five. Yeah. No, in the playoffs, you think he could average twenty-five and five, or twenty uh, and five? No, no, no. I mean, like he was. I don't know. I think in the playoffs, that's when your stats should elevate. You're playing more minutes now than the regular season. It's I don't I don't. He could prove me wrong, Tobias. I would be happy if you go out next season and prove me wrong. And I know David, you'd give me so much shit. But uh, he, he shot thirty. Okay. He shot thirty four percent from three in the playoffs. In, in the playoffs, he averaged sixteen. Uh, nine and four. He averaged fifteen point five. We're not rounding up here, all right? He averaged fifteen. It's okay. Now, now I'm going to read this to you, David. I'm going to read this to you. All right. All right. This player, you're right, Tobias. He's averaging. He averaged in the playoffs in thirty-seven minutes, fifteen nine and four, on forty-two percent shooting, thirty-four from three. That's a max player, David? Is that a max player? Are you going to max a guy that does it? Okay, you're right. 30. What's, what's up? Give me the other player that I'm not maxing or maxing. Jimmy. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean. No, but the thing is for me, like, okay, if the Sixers don't match him, I don't think they have a chance. So it's not whether he's worth the max. No, it's whether you're going to shoot your shot like the Rockets did for Chris Paul. Yeah, and look how that's going to work out. Now they're going to be strapped. And obviously, it's so easy to say that. You, no, you're right. The Sixers are more, the East Conference is way more wide open than the Rockets running into the Warriors. No, I agree. And I also agree that it's not even necessarily, at this point with these teams, it's not even necessarily if they're worth it anymore. It's in a theoretical situation. This isn't a video game. This isn't 2K. Like, I get it. But I would explore sign and trade options i again i don't really know if that's a thing anymore but if i could i would i would try and see if i can get some sort of package that gives me young players that i like or even a veteran and that gives me more money to work with because i just i i don't know if that's enough jimmy to i i don't uh, it's just i don't know we haven't even talked about joel and at his peak, at his peak, is Joel ever going to be a top five player in the league? What's his uh, peak? I thought, you, I thought you were about to say top five center. I was like, he's already there. Top five player, 
Ever. Like, I'm saying when he's 20. Ever? Yeah. He's, what, 26? 25? Even top five player in the league, though. Not all time. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> obviously. I, you said ever. I was like, okay. No, I mean ever in his career. Yeah. He's 25. Not really. He's just starting to get into his peak. But the thing is, like, I would say easily, like, top three center. That's uh, not what I asked, David. I know, but the center position is a little bit different nowadays. It's harder to rank that. Like, I know, but there's no doubt in my mind for the next seven to ten years he's a top three center. That's not the question, though. Top five player, I'm... And his best season, probably. I think there might be a season where he's a top five. Fine, I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say that maybe not next year, but the year after, with another year of development, that if... He's got to take it seriously, too. He's I, he's kind of fat. He's kind of fat. Okay, yes, his conditioning is a little bit out of shape, but I don't think you could say that he is not... Like a great, I don't. He, no, I'm not saying his, he doesn't his care. His passion for the game isn't there. No, I I agree. I agree. He he wants it. I think just as much as anyone else. I think a hundred percent that Joel Embiid could be that player. Uh, you're right on the conditioning aspect, but I think he could be the best center in the league. And if you're the best center in the league, I'm you should be a top five player. player. Yeah. Yes. No, I agree. Uh, that's another interesting thing because we got some. Damn good centers, young centers that are going to be in this league and stars in this league for the next seven to ten years. And I want to actually go into that after this. But yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. No, and I'll, we're going to rank because this is un, like we didn't have this plan. I'm going to give you the five centers and then we're going to rank them like moving forward. Not no contracts involved, just who you would take purely from a franchise standpoint. But uh, back to Joel. I think yeah, probably. If he if he takes it seriously, if he get cuts down the weight, I mean the skill is off the charts. The the body is off the charts. I I think actually now that I think about it, it's a stupid question. He's eventually he's already top ten, I'd say. And I think with the development, maybe another off season of the three point shot because right now all he has is that like pump fake that we know. Yeah, we know. you're not shooting it, Joel. We know you do it every time. Yeah. Uh, so I think maybe another season of developing that three-point shot. Like this season, it was like around 30%, I think. So yeah. let's say you get that up to 35 or something like that. I mean, I'm going to easily yeah. say. And I think he it. eventually gets it into the upper 30s, maybe even lower 40s. Like the, the stroke is there. If And if he's that got better conditioning too, he's not going to be as tired when he shoots. I think, yeah, I, the Sixers are in a great spot. I think it really just – in general, you're right. Not even just next season, but the the potential of the franchise and this team comes down to to Ben Simmons. And if Ben Simmons develops a semi reliable jumper, he's they're going to be so. He's literally 22. He's a seven foot guard. He's so athletic. Plays great defense. Amazing vision. Amazing. Not just a bit because there's so many things that go into being a good distributor. Um, and there's that vision, right? But it's also like you're just straight ability to make certain passes. Like some people may have that vision, but there's just certain passes that only he can make because of his body. And I guess that I mean that's hundred yeah. percent fine. Ben Simmons is at like I think as a passer is an amazing player. 
but the passing is just not going to get him to where he needs to be. No, I I agree. It's it's going to come down to, and he doesn't even need to become an amazing shooter. I think it the the he's already so good. He's an all star without a jumper. So you give him a decent jumper, jumper, he's a superstar, and it's just going to depend on that. And I think he he can find ways. I feel like to be decent offensively without. Who who's the best superstar we've had that doesn't have a jumper? Uh, not Shaq. Can't even be. Uh, obviously, it's gonna be a big man. I don't want it to be a big man. Has there ever it's been gonna, a superstar? Has there, there ever been a? Yeah, the guy might. The first one that comes to mind is Shaq because I just know. Yeah, same. And Dwight it Howard. Has to be like some big that does not have a jumper. Yeah, but they don't need jumpers. I. Yeah, I don't think we've seen. A superstar that handles the ball consider or like a lot that doesn't even have down. a jumper. He, he um, what? Yeah, what he average? He still averaged like sixteen a game. It's crazy. All I know is that I got fleeced in fantasy. That is what I do. By know. me? Yeah, by you. <laughs> yeah, I did get you. <laughs> PG I and Blake. I know you had a good season. But he did not have the season that I was hoping. Yeah, and then Kevin turned right around and fleeced me too. So uh, it all worked out. But no, I mean, yeah, Simmons averaged 17, 8.8, and 7.7 without a jumper. He's he's going to be amazing, but it he's going to determine this team's ceiling. And I think we're on the same page on that. Uh, you have them third next year going into the year. I really think they probably have the second best odds. Um, Wait, who goes the Raptors again, right? Yep. Yeah, people say it's disrespectful. It kind of is disrespectful, but I, I really think there's something about that chip on the shoulder having that the way they went down. Um, another thing, we'll talk real briefly. Then I want to get in the centers. Do you ever see? Uh, obviously, it's hard because we don't. We're not in the locker room. We don't know these guys personally. But do you ever see any issue? Because we've seen how much like relationships and people's personalities play a factor in winning. Like, I feel like you can go down the line. You see the Warriors and, and how selfless Steph and Clay and how they, they, they get along. And you've seen Kawhi, how he's selfless, no drama. You think, would you be concerned at all with Simmons and Embiid clashing and then you throw Jimmy in there long term? So the thing for me is, like, we're not going to get to, like, the thoughts of, like, how much Iguodala loves Steph. But <laughs> Ben Simmons... Yeah. Jimmy Butler got along very well last year. Really? I, I, I never heard any issues, but how no, do you I know? I think it was very apparent. Like, anywhere from, they had that whole, um, not bandana, headband thing. They had the whole Yeah, they did do on. have the headband thing. Their, their post-game <laughs> press conferences yeah. were, like, very friendly, joking, like, yeah. having a good time. We saw, like, in the playoffs when Embiid lost, like, Jimmy Butler was, like, there. You know, I think, if anything, we saw, like, a team that Jimmy Butler could be could great be yeah yeah because he I think he, he sees a lot the of yeah the drive in ben simmons and Embiid. yes that, exactly that's such a good point so i don't even think that the the personality i don't think even think it's a thing at all because at the end of the day the mb simmons butler they just want to win and i think you could see that through and through especially with Embiid and butler um simmons i yeah. just kind of feel like that but with Embiid and butler i know 100 percent at the end of the day the only goal is to win. Yeah, and I think I think you can see. I think 
I think uh, Jimmy's got to see a lot of himself even in Simmons. Like, you see Simmons, he wants to win. Embiid wants to win. And if if Jimmy knows that, I think he's going to work with you. So I agree. I I just wanted to bring that up. But um, I think actually if there were any team where Jimmy would fit in, it would be guys like this. Yeah, so, we're on the same page there. Yeah. I think exactly like it, it fits him. And that's why I think he's going to come back. Because I don't know if he wants to take another risk. Well, yeah. So with team chemistry. is it Rockets? Like who's... I think the big team now is the Lakers and the Rockets. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the fact that the Lakers need that dude third superstar, and they've been linked to borderline every superstar on the market right now. They do so, it every year. I I, I don't yeah. see any reason why he would. Maybe the Rockets. And I know with the Rockets, it has to be a sign and trade. So it's more of the fact, like, if the Sixers want to, like, send, send Jimmy for Eric Gordon Capella, I don't know. Yeah. Um, so I think. My take is Jerry Butler stays, and I'm more concerned about where Tobias is going. Yeah, I agree. All right, David. We're going to finish it off with I'm going to give you who I think probably are the five best centers to build around moving forward, and I want you to rank them. All right. Uh, I'm assuming you already know who they are. Um, We're going AD, we're going Embiid, we're going uh, Cat. We're going Jokic, and then we're going to finish it off. I don't know if some people might not have him in there, but, I, I mean, the guy's won defensive year, back-to-back years. We're going Rudy Gobert. Gobert, yeah, okay. That's what I was And I want you to you rank. another one in there if you want. Okay. If I had a th- I, I don't know. I don't know if people agree, but I think Drummond can get some consideration, and I really think Turner should get some too. At 22 years old, still, I think Turner – Obviously, he's, uh, I don't. Turner's only twenty two years old. Or he's twenty three. I think he's twenty. Let me check. I want to make. Really? Sure. Yeah, he uh, he has a lot of upside still. I feel like he's he's twenty three, just turned twenty three, like literally okay. in March. I'm gonna just tell you right now. Turner's probably at my uh, Tim and Drummond are like kind of wrestling, but yeah, a lot of potential out there that he saw. I think more than in the past seasons than he did even show last year. So yeah. Um, I'm going to focus on the first five guys, ADMB, Jokic, Cat, and Gobert. Yeah. Um, Drummond is 25, this? right? Drummond's 25. Yeah, Drummond's older. Uh, and what do you average? Oh, uh, gosh. I okay, you averaged 17 and 15. Like, like, dude's a monster. I don't think you can put him in the same category as those five, but that's so, not a bad piece at all. But let's go to the focus on those five. I really want to say that Jokic is number one, but then really? no, no. At the same time, I saw in the whole time last year, I knew the Nuggets just didn't have it in them because of the experience. So I'm, I was questioning. When you say didn't have it in them, like I just, I was always saying, like I don't know if the Nuggets and Jokic have it in them, and I'm thinking maybe this year, like that past year, is giving like the fuel to Jokic to be like, you know, maybe yeah, like this is my year to be the number one guy. Because every every uh, every guy has that first year where they they go into the playoffs, they don't win, but they gain that valuable experience, and that was this year oh, for you. Huge! It was huge for you yeah. to get that experience. Yeah, uh, and I think like now he's gonna come in thinking like, yeah, I'm the guy, I can do this. Mm-hmm. AD, I think he takes a backseat to LeBron because I think any superstar really will. 
What, uh, what's a back seat? Like 24 and 12? I mean, don't get me wrong. It's still a good stat line. But is it the best? No, no. But what do you, what do you, what is your, obviously we don't know how the rest of the team fills out, but. I want to see him at least, my thing is I want to see him at least at 25 points. Like, okay. Maybe more. And here's another thing, Dave. Because maybe he's taking a back seat, but does that take away from who the player truly is? Like the stats, ultimately, I don't know if they really matter. It's just, I feel like it comes down to as a player. I'm not saying necessarily best stats. I'm taking, if you're a GM, you can pick any of those five that have for the next seven years. So all are still going to be in their prime in seven. Yeah, maybe not go bare. Next five, six years, they're all going to be in their prime. Who are you taking? You can't, you don't have to factor in their situations from what you've seen. Like the fact that they might get injured because that, sure, sure. Yeah, no, that can factor into it. Okay, well, if that's factored into it, I, you know, I was talking, talking bad about Anthony Davis the other day, but I still think on the overall aspect of the whole. Ah, it's tough. It's tough, and it's they're tough. all they're all like. I in, think they're all around the same level, and like whichever one. No, I think Anthony Davis might be a step ahead right now. No, but but, I think like Embiid, Jokic, Cat, and Gobert, like all respectively on their own teams, provide right like, the guy. And it's interesting that because they're all like it goes in order in terms of age, right? So Cat's twenty three, Jokic is twenty four, Embiid's twenty five. Davis is 26 and Gobert is 27. So there is some of that that factors into it. And I love Carl Anthony Towns. And I told I you do too. I think like he didn't get nearly as much. I think some like basketball fans that really watched the game gave Carl Anthony Towns a lot of respect. But like on the mainstream media, they didn't notice his season because the Timberwolves are just who they are. Yeah. Um, but Carl Anthony Towns had a great. And people like to, people like to hate on him. Like, oh, yeah. He's just. They, 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 yeah. They didn't know who to blame the Timberwolves' troubles for. They blamed Wiggins, but they like, yeah, people like to hate on Wiggins. They love to hate on Wiggins, and I don't know. I think it's deserved. But Carl Anthony yeah. Towns to me is a great player. Embiid um, to me is miles ahead, better in every single level, though. The, see um, there, what, what, where you? But, but I thought we're factoring injuries here, like the fact that like Embiid could potentially have like this history record that could affect him. Wait, but you just said Embiid's miles better. What do you mean? How does that have anything to do with injuries? Well, if he's, I'm saying if Embiid gets injured down the line, I I don't know. I feel like he has a history past. Okay, but who are you saying? Not, okay, let's say they're not. Like, you just said Embiid's miles better. And yeah. why I is that? I believe. So I'm going to go with. And you said in every facet. You said every facet. I'll give you top five in a row then. I'm gonna okay. Go Give me your five, and then we'll go from there. Straight in a row. I'm going to go. Go from Anthony five. Davis. Go from five. I'm, I'm blocking. Five I didn't now. hear that. I didn't hear that. Go from five. Right. Build this suspense. I love Carlton Towns, but I'm still. You're putting him five? Dude, it's tough. Like, these are all five great players. Towns is 23, five. average 24, 12, and three. I know, I know, I know. 40% from three. Go bam. So good, too. <laughs> like, they're all, they're different. They're different. They're very they different. are. That's what makes it such a great question i i don't even have my top five ready yet you're going yeah, first though. so i'm just gonna go crazy and just say carlin Towns is five mm, uh, go bears four uh Jokic three and bead one 
and Anthony Davis too. I just went out of order, but I was I'm changing my mind mid time because I <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm thinking Anthony Davis is going to lose a step with LeBron. I really do. And but he is who he is. So I'm I'm just saying if you had a five man draft, that's the way you would draft. If you had the first pick, you'd go and beat. For the rest of the future, I, yes. Minus injuries, I'm going and beat. Stop with you can't keep exceptions. Exceptions, uh, bro. Who are you taking? Okay. Um. And real quick, we're gonna. This is perfect. I'm pausing because you can only record thirty minutes at a, at a time. So I'm. Uh, all right. <laughs> we're giving you another shot to pick your spot. <laughs> okay, we're restarting it. Ready? Go. From like five down, or just yeah, five yeah. down, five up, five up. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. Okay. Okay. We're still gonna stick with Carl Anthony Towns five. I'm gonna go with Gobert four. Uh. The thing is, I'm getting stuck with the last three, and I think that Embiid um, is going to be one for me in the long run because I saw it last year with how the team played and like his personality, his love for the game. The fact that oh, give me break. That's no, what puts I, him over the edge. His personality and love for the game, David. We didn't see it from Anthony Davis. What do you mean? We didn't see it from Anthony Davis. No, that's fair, but I don't think. You can sit, question the love of the game for any of the others. Uh, okay, but and I don't even think it's fair to question three. Anthony Davis's love of the game, bro. He loves I'm the game. It. He I'm loves the game. No, I I think Anthony Davis is a great skill set. I I just don't like the guy. I don't. I don't. Know. I don't particularly like him either. He's not really. He doesn't have the best personality. He isn't really giving us much to like. But I'm if I'm. Drafting my guys, I mean, I guess personality does play a lot into it. Let me give get your five then. Let me hear yours. Okay, all right. I think I I haven't decided yet, but for for sure five is Gobert. I love Gobert. He's amazing. He's an anchor in the paint. But I think offensively he's limited, and every other guy is uh, offensive ceiling. Maybe Jokic, you can argue, but all those guys already are on, offensively on a whole nother level. And all five, uh, all five f- other four outside of Jokic. They might not be the same level as, as Gobert defensively, but they're they're more than passable. All f- all four. I mean, Cat Cat might might not be there yet, but he has what you he has enough to work with that he can get there. And you mean I, like on an offensive standpoint? No, I'm talking defense. So I'm saying all four of, besides Rudy are miles ahead of Rudy on offense, and all all four outside of Jokic. I feel good about their long-term potential on defense. Some obviously Embiid and AD are closer to the being there. Catch on flashes. He's he's mentally not there, but he has the size, athleticism, and length to be eventually good on defense. So that's why Rudy's already five for me. For even he's amazing on defense. He is a rock in the paint. He he gives you such an advantage on defense because you know anything in the paint is gonna be tough. But uh, he's already five for me just because of the offense. From there, it gets a lot tougher. I, I'm i more of a uh, Carl Anthony Towns lover than most. I think you look at a guy who's 23, averaged 24, 12, and 3. He's shooting 40 from 3. He's easily the best shooter out of all. He's easily the best offensive. I don't know if you can say offensive talent, but best shooter. I, I, I think 
know, he's the best off and he's the best shooter and that's not close that's not really debatable and i think that's so big nowadays he's 23 he's ah uh, he's 3 years younger than ad with this skill set i think in 3 years that oh shoot david what i completely forgot about porzingis i don't i don't consider porzingis in this category dude I love Porzingis. Okay, fine. We'll take him out, but oh, you'll see in a couple of years. He's also more of a power forward. But, uh, no, yeah, but he's seven three and he's a guard. But you're right. All right, we'll, we'll put him in another day. Another day. Okay, four. Nah, Jokic. Three Towns. Three AD. Three AD. Two Towns. One Embiid. I think I said that yesterday in, in the group text, like, borderline give me Carl Anthony Towns over AD. And then I think I immediately went and looked that up online, and I was like, oh, I don't know about that one. Uh, I think you but, get, I dude. I think you understand, I understand where you're coming from because I watched Carl Anthony Towns, and I, the season, I was like, yeah. I, I didn't watch much of Anthony Davis because I didn't. I don't enjoy, I, I don't like Anthony Davis. Yeah. But I was looking at Carl Anthony Towns, and I was like, for all the hate the Timberwolves get, like, this is the one guy on their team that they at least know. David, he's the man. He's I the just man. made a last-minute call change completely. All right, All right, this is my final one moving forward. Like, officially, you can look back in two years and judge me if I'm wrong. Five, Gobert. Four, Jokic. Three, Embiid. <laughs> two, Towns. One, Davis. You just completely switched. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I, I real Davis, I don't think we've quite realized how good he can be. I, we're giving him a lot of hate. Just yeah, we really are. I, I think like, he's really no, borderline I, I, I unstoppable. We're on the hate Anthony Davis train, but I think... That's yeah, and I think he's defensively... He's uh, he's the best defensive player of the... Uh, okay, not Gobert. But uh, almost two and a half blocks, almost two steals a game. He really wasn't that super engaged last year. Average twenty six points. Like, I think I think you got to go Davis one. I don't know why it took me that long to realize that, but that's my official. That's my official five. Last second, you put him at three. So and you're going and you're going in bead. Okay, and you went go. You went Towns five. Uh, Gobert, Jokic, Davis, and bead. Davis Embiid, yeah, I, I and I believe that one because I I think Embiid's the best with another year on him, another two years on him. The fact that if he can just get that three point shot down, at least to where like we know he's not going to pump fake the ball, then no. And if I, he gets the shot down, the pump fake becomes even more deadly. Yeah, yeah. his pump fake now is probably one of the worst in the league. At least I feel like every single. I time mean, it, the the I pump fake. It's pump. yeah, the pump fake itself isn't bad. It's just you know the guy's shooting thirty two percent from three, so you don't need to jump because if you do, it's there's there's no point. Give him the three. But I I, I think this was a good podcast, bro. You gotta let's just. I mean, I don't know what you're doing. You're in sack still on weekdays. Oh, 100% all the way till Dude, December 30. Let's do every two, if possible, every Tuesday that we can. Oh, I can do every Tuesday for, yeah, that sounds beautiful. All right, Perfect. you heard it here first. Every Tuesday we got the uh, originator of Malaga Drive, Dave Esmo, on the podcast. Thanks, bro. Appreciate it. All right.
It's great talking to you. We got a little lost yeah. on the centers. <laughs> no, I love it. See, this is what I'm talking about. It just sprouts into that, but I, I this was probably my favorite segment was those five centers. And I will uh, – this will go up right now. Take a listen to it on uh, on the flight home. Sounds good. All right, bro. Thanks again. Uh, see you later. See ya. Thanks, guys.